real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. This is the 30-day game plan for beginning fix and flippers. So I'm assuming most everybody here is um, beginners, but maybe not. Maybe uh, some experienced people want to uh, learn from the expert. Just kidding. Um, I have done quite a few uh, fix and flips myself, though. So I'm super excited to share what I've learned in the time that I've done it. And I'm excited and grateful for Real Estate IQ for allowing me to come here. And here's just Real Estate IQ. Again, I'm grateful that they allow me to come here and share. I just like sharing and helping people. Um, and I met uh, one of the owners a really long time ago when I first moved to town and went to one of their live networking events back when we used to meet as people live. Remember those days? Well, oh, it was only three months ago. Um, anyway, become friends and uh, he's allowed me to present. I love doing this. And uh, anyway, the Real Estate IQ, I'm grateful to them. But their guarantee is you will always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. And I know that's true because I find deals. All the time a little bit about real estate iq guys they've got a business team culture 80 plus employees and i think that that's really outdated i think they have closer to 100 plus now um they're spreading out nationwide they're, they're getting really big and it's been really cool because they haven't um not been able to focus on on the customer as much they have still been able to excuse me so here's all the different teams they have the ux design team the front and back-end development team, data aggregation team, which is most important and vital to my business, the technology operations team. There's a lot of things. Marketing, customer service, sales and customer success team. Guys, a lot of lot of team members here. Um, and the customer service team, I always want to give a shout out, uh, as well as all the other people. I mean, the people that are helping me uh, put on this webinar tonight. So um, here's the team. Steve Lang and Juan Carlos are the uh, co-founders, CEO of Visionary, uh, you know, 10 years of leadership and management marketing experience for Steve. And then Juan Carlos, JC, uh, is a serial entrepreneur and 20 plus years of real estate industry and sales experience. So uh, Becky's the director of education. She's amazing at doing that. Um, Joseph's uh, the director of product development and Rodney's the director of IT. Everybody here is amazing and uh, it's, it's a wonderful team. So that's the team. And the cool thing about the team is you'll notice at the end, it says we are, they are all real estate investors. Okay, so that's Coastal Investments. If you're interested, um, go ahead and um, let me know. I'm kind of a, um, an advocate for them and I can help connect you with them. Just let me know if, or put it in the chat box and I'll be sure to go back. So real estate, thank you again, number one in deal finding. Uh, a little bit about me, guys. I've been investing for 10 years primarily wholesaling. I've done lots of fix and flips and I've had a few rental properties along the way. Uh, I've done a lot of property management as well. I, before I invested full time, I was, um, I worked with a property management company with my dad's company and I hated property management. Rental is not so bad if you get a good one and you get good tenants and there's a lot to it. But uh, primarily I've been wholesaling and fix and flipping. I've done thousands or been involved in thousands of wholesale transactions and done hundreds of flips. Um, I worked with uh, three big companies that did wholesales and flips and we did anywhere from 20 to 30 deals per month. Um, I do it on my own, but I've also worked for companies. So um, I've got back on a construction. My dad was a general contractor, kind of grew up on all that. Um, yeah. So 
I'm a, I've only been in Dallas not even a year yet, almost a year. August 1st was the day we moved in here. I was in Salt Lake City for about 20 years before that. I'm a coach. I'm a trainer. I love teaching people what I know. Um, I'm a family man. I've got five kids, a daughter who's 12, and then four boys that are 10, 8, 5, and 3, which is crazy. And if you hear them right there, I apologize. Um, and some of my hobbies include running marathons. I've done five marathons now, tons of half marathons, skateboarding, play guitar. I've been in punk rock bands my whole life. That was kind of my life forever. I was in the rock and roll. And uh, anyways, uh, skateboarding, biking, snowboarding. Here's my contact information. If you want to reach out to me, just feel free to give me a call, shoot me a text, send me an email, check out the website. The website's really outdated. I'll tell you right now, it's back when I wrote a book um, and it's kind of promoting that book in my speaking career. But tell me about you guys. Okay, now that the chat box is working and I'm here and Zoom did not get <laughs> taken away from me. Tell me a little bit about you. Where are you guys all from? Uh, what good books are you reading? I have my one book right here. It's Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. It's kind of an internet marketing book, which is really fun and cool. It talks about sales funnels. It talks about um, how to share stories, how to uh, do sales and marketing. Very cool book. Very cool book here. Um, yeah, so what, what good books are you guys reading? Tell me some of the good books you guys are doing. Uh, and good podcasts. There's uh, the Bigger Pockets pod podcasts. Um, I like the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. If you haven't heard of the Wholesaling Inc., I'll type it in there. Let the seller beware. Is that the name of a book or a podcast? That sounds interesting. Let the seller beware. Wow. A book. Cool. Okay. Okay. I like that. I always keep track of books. I have a little uh, note on my phone where I'm like, what, what people recommend books. And um, what else do we got here? Yeah, I got some sales books and some marketing books. Um, Cool. Oh, wow. 32 buyer outs. That's cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what else? What, what else you guys been doing? You know, I've been doing these webinars since the uh, COVID happened and we all got shut down and we've been here and I'm, and so I haven't changed this question yet, but what have we all been doing with your time? Right? Are you getting more in shape? Are you getting more unhealthy from, you know, not getting out much, um, watching movies, reading books, um, honeydews. Oh yeah, of course we're doing the honeydews. Always doing Taking a Zoom class on real estate. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I started doing a sales training with a, uh, a nationally recognized sales, real estate investing sales expert. His name is John Martinez. That's been great. Um, yeah. And then obviously, I think everyone here is interested in fixing and flipping, but um, yeah, let me know kind of uh, what you would like. Okay. So uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, keep putting in the, keep putting in the, um, your questions or your uh, where you're from. Tell me more about you guys. I, I'm really, really want to know more about you guys. I don't care too much about me. I don't think you guys do either. As long as I build credibility and tell you a little bit about me, then I'm good to go. Okay, before we get started, I'm going to dive right in here, guys. Um, I'd like to share these three keys of success that, that I think are super vital. Um, the first one is what is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to get involved in real estate investing, right? And when you ask yourself that question, the answer is usually, I want to make money. Well, of course you want to make money, but why do you want to make money? Because I don't got enough of it. Well, why do you not have enough of it, right? Or what are you going to do with the money? Or why is that important to you? And you can go through and ask yourself the question, why are you doing these things? Or what is your why? Like seven layers deep. And there was this cool exercise from Dean Graziosi in the book that he recently wrote called A Millionaire Success Habits. Yeah, Millionaire Success Habits. And he did this exercise where he asks himself why he wanted to write the book. And then he says, well, because I want to do this. And he gets down and you really find your why when you ask yourself 
why seven layers deep. So what is your why guys? So when your why is big enough, you will find your how. Okay. So when you have a big enough why you'll find out how to do it, but you've got to have a big enough why and knowing your why is going to, what going to help you when you, when the going gets tough and it will get tough. So here's the keys to success. And I take these from my life coaching program from, from the success that I've had in my own businesses. You've got to have clarity. Key number one is clarity. Clarity is power. Okay. Because the clearer you are about exactly what it is you want, the more your brain again knows how to get there. We just talked about that, right? And your life is controlled by what you focus on. So if you're clear on what you want and you focus on it, you will have success. And that was, that was a quote from, from Tony Robbins. Your life is controlled by what you focus on. Next, what is your mindset? You've got to have the right mindset, guys. If you don't believe that you can do something, you won't. And my all-time favorite quote, quote, excuse me, is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's all about belief, right? And there was a, uh, an amazing philosopher and author by the name of Dr. Wayne Dyer. If you haven't read his books or heard about him, you got to check him out. He says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, which is so true. So you've got to believe you can do it. You've got to stay positive. It's going to be hard. I guarantee that real estate investing is hard. And I'm not trying to, you know, make it sound doom and gloom, but just have a positive attitude, right? So what you focus on expands, guys. So focus on being positive, okay? And the last thing is you gotta have gratitude. If you're not grateful for what you already have, then you're not making enough room for more things to come into your life. And um, Oprah Winfrey has this great quote. She says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never ever have enough. So don't focus or think about what we don't have. Be grateful for what we do have, and then we'll always have more. So there it is, guys. That's the second key. Third is you gotta take action. And I have this, this um, acronym that I use called TMA. It stands for Take Massive Action. Let's talk about action. Take massive action. The first thing is you gotta be consistent with your action. You can't take a bunch of action once and then don't get the result and blame the, the fault of action. You gotta do it consistency consistently think about going to the gym you don't go to the gym and do some curls for your biceps one time and then all of a sudden get big biceps no you got to go once a week and work out your biceps at least right so consistency small daily improvements or actions will give you big results okay um persistence you gotta you gotta be persistent this is a great quote from benjamin franklin he says energy and persistence conquer all things so if you think about that energy which is action and persistence conquered all things. Benjamin Franklin was a pretty smart dude. Um, and the last thing, action, guys. The path to success is to take massive, determined action. That's from our good friend, Tony Robbins, again. So those are the three keys to success, guys. Just coming from my experience, I don't like to toot my own horn, but I've had some mild success in things that I've done, wrote a book, been a speaker, uh, have successful real estate investing career but clarity you've got to get clear on what you want you've got to have the right mindset believe in yourself and you got to take massive massive action okay 30-day game plan i'm going to jump right in put your questions in the chat box raise your hand if you need um i am not gonna unmute until the end but i'm just gonna go in here if you want to take notes and then at the very end unmute and we'll talk about it then let's do that so here you go, guys. Step one, I'm gonna break this down into four simple steps. The step one is find deals. How are you gonna flip a house if you don't have a deal, okay? So there's a couple different ways to find deals. 
for fix and flips. We're talking about the 30 day game plan for fix and flips. If you're brand new and you don't have a house to fix or flip, this is what you need to do. Go find one. Now, how do you find them? There's on market deals, there's off market deals, there's wholesalers, referrals, networking, and real estate like you. Go figure. So let's, let's dive down into each one of these, okay? What does on market mean? Essentially, on market means it's listed on the MLS or it's listed for sale by owner or it's listed somewhere, online or offline. If it's listed, you know, or being advertised or marketed somewhere, then it's usually on market. Most, most of the time on market means it's listed on the MLS. What's the MLS? It's the multiple listing service, which is what all real estate agents use to market their properties. It's this special club that you have to be an agent to get on and you have to pay fees and dues and blah, blah, blah. So that's what on market deals are. That's one of the places you can find deals for fix and flips. Okay. The next is off market deals. Now these are the deals that have been generated directly from a seller, usually by the efforts of marketing. Okay. So a lot of wholesalers get off market deals because what they're doing is they're marketing directly to the seller and trying to get that deal. Okay. Another good way is pocket listings from agents. So just because it's from a real estate agent doesn't necessarily mean they're going to put it on the MLS. Now, if you've got a relationship with an agent and you talk to them once every three weeks and say, Hey, I'm looking for a deal, you know, keep me in mind. And then all of a sudden they remember that you talked three weeks ago and somebody comes to them and says, Oh man, I've got this really junker. And you know, I don't think it's going to list. And they're like, Oh wait, you know what? Luke wants that. I'm going to call him. That's called a pocket listing, which means, they can sell it to you before they advertise it on the MLS. Now there might be some, um, so that's pocket listings from agents and then referrals. That's what we just talked about referrals from agents, from networking, from other investors. So, um, yeah, so direct to seller is off market and that's usually from wholesalers who are doing marketing, um, pocket listings from agents and then referrals networking. Okay. That's off market. The other things for on market guys here listed on the MLS is the main one for on markets listed FISBO and listed somewhere online or offline. Makes sense. So usually it's listed on the MLS is the on market stuff. Off market is usually direct to seller pocket listings from agents, referrals and networking. Okay. Um, wholesalers. This is the best place in my opinion. If you're going to, uh, Oscar's asking FSOB, it's not FSOB. It's FSBO, which stands for for sale by owner. Great question. Oscar, my apologies uh, for not making that clear. Um, okay. So wholesalers are the best place for fixing flippers. You need to get involved and find wholesalers and talk to them and look at their deals. They go find the deal for you. Now, if you want to do fix and flips, go spend your time learning how to do repairs, do construction, um, how to find the, the cheapest labor, how to find the cheapest products, how to sell it fast, how to price it right, do the different things that fix and flippers do. Don't go find the deal too, unless you want to, okay? That's fine, but they go find the deal for you. They're gonna market to direct um, the sellers. They're gonna find all these off-market deals and then they're gonna advertise them to all the different investors, whether they be fix and flippers or um, landlords. So it takes a lot of time and effort and money. If you don't have a bunch of money, um, to go do marketing, then you should just get on every wholesaler's list and look at their deals, right? Um, I know because I do wholesaling, lots of it. So you do what you want, which is flip the property. You want to make a, you want to take an ugly house and make it look pretty good. You don't want to go spend all your time marketing. Basically, if you're a wholesaler, you're, you're in a sales, you know, marketing and sales company, you know? So if you don't want to do internet, you just want the, you just want the deal. You just want to fix it up and flip it. Then, you know, buying wholesalers. So wholesalers, and I'm going to talk a lot about this later um, as one of the, 
well. And you shall see. Okay, so referrals and networking, guys. Circle of friends, your business acquaintances. You can find deals. If you let everybody know that you're looking for a fixer-upper, eventually one of your friends is going to remember that you said that and they're going to come across it for you. Business acquaintances, um, you know, people that you do business with but you're not in the same industry, right? Let them know that you're looking for flips. Excuse me. Um, networking events are great. I was part of a networking group called Business Network International. It's BNI, which stands for Business Network International. And I went as the investor and basically you get 30 seconds to a minute every week to tell everybody in your group, hey, I'm looking for this kind of deal this week. So if you know of anybody that um, has something like that, let me know because I'm looking for that, right? So those are great. There's also like Chamber of Commerce, um, but number three, the RIAs is the best place to go. Real estate investment associations, that's, those are the networking events that you want to attend. And literally, in my area where I live, Dallas, you could go to one every night. You could go to a luncheon every day and, a, and an event every night if you had enough time. Um, and then social media is a wonderful place these days to find deals, guys. Um, literally, all wholesalers post all their deals on social media. If you're looking for a fix and flip and you know what you're looking for, you'll find it on social media. So those are, you know, referrals and networking guys. Uh, oh, and Real Estate IQ. You're not going to believe this, but they provide off-market deals. They have, they have a, a way to find deals on the MLS. They have the county data finder where if you wanted to, you could pull a, your own list and go ahead and market to them. Um, and then they've got a community with vendors and a marketplace with different people that are providing different deals. It's, it's really cool. And they're actually going to be doing a, uh, oh, I think they're going to come up with a really cool uh, webinar here soon. So, Real Estate IQ, guys, and I'll show you a little bit about this um, later when I'm talking. I'll just do it right now. Here we go. Look. So, um, they have the off-market deals. I'll talk about that. They have the MLS deal finder account. But the community and vendors and marketplace. Let me show you guys here. So, I have this pulled up. So, here's the community feed, right? So, there's it's, it's kind of like a social media thing where they're talking about all the different events they have. Um, this, they usually announce the winner here. My computer's slow. Apologize. But it's a cool little thing, the community, but also the marketplace, guys. So they have all these different vendors, funding, and we're going to talk about that, um, and education, right? So right here is, uh, we're under education, and I think I have a listing in there somewhere, but regardless. And then they've got all these different funding. Um, yeah, so look, they got all these different funders, and you're going to need funding if you're going to be a fixing company. And then the vendors. And these are where you're going to find, which is step two, and I better hurry and get there before I run out of time. Um, what you need as far as contractors. So let me get back in here, guys. Just a quick, quick, quick off topic there. Oh, thank you for putting that in as well. Okay, step two, find contractors. Because look, you need a deal. Secondly, you need a contractor. What I do not recommend that you do the work yourself unless you have the time and the effort. But let me rephrase that. I think it's good to know how to do it. But if you spend your time doing that instead of finding the deal and finding the money, you're gonna, you're not gonna, you're gonna go do the deal and then not have another one. If you're gonna do this as a business, um, you need to just hire contractors and finding the best one. So finding contractors is step two, guys. Super important um, step. Again, I'm only doing four steps. This is step two. How do you find contractors? Referrals, social media, online, networking, talk to people in real estate IQ. Again, guys, I just showed you how to do that. So referrals. The best place and where I usually find all of my contractors for fixing clips is I ask other investors while I'm networking with them at the real estate investment association groups, or I'll ask people, um, other investors online and I'll talk, I'll show you about that later. Um, but who asked them, who do you use for electrical? Who are you using for plumbing? Do you have a good roofer, right? Who's your best painter, right? 
You can ask them for all these different subcontractors. You can ask them for general contractors if you want to use general contractors. I believe in the state of Texas, I've heard that you don't need to have a license to, to be a contractor. You just, if you have, if you, if you, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, somebody might know this answer better than me, uh, but if you have a specific trade as far as like HVAC, electrical or plumbing that you need to have a license, but I don't think they're just going in and doing construction and demo and uh, painting and miscellaneous things that you do. Yeah, so there it is. Uh, property managers are a great referral source because they use all the best people and they um, have good deals with them. So they know who the best people are because they've tried all of them and they kept the good ones. Um, and they know who the best prices are because they're trying to pass on the savings to the people that they work for who are the owners of the rental properties. Um, and then real estate agents, they're always having to um, hire people for different things, roofers for fixing, patching roof is if, if, if the house is for sale and it doesn't pass an inspection, they know who to call because they've been doing it now. If it's a newbie, they, they might not, but they know who, who to call to have a handyman come touch up some stuff, how to build a closet or how to fix a window, all these different things, guys, real estate agents know. So um, you've got to have a good list of real estate agents on your team, property managers and other investors. That's the best. Number one is the other investors. That's the best one. Social media, guys, the same way that um, you can go onto social media and find deals. You can also find contractors. This is where you can ask other investors who they are using. Um, and basically what you do is you go into the investment groups. And I don't think I give the tip here at the end. So I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, oh, it's 6.30. I think we're doing pretty good time. Um, go into Facebook and type in the search bar, the name of your city, town, and then investment groups. So I live in Dallas. When I first moved here, I just wrote in the search bar, Dallas real estate investing and 30 different groups popped up and I joined all the groups. And once you're in the groups, you'll see that people are posting deals. People are posting, um, contractors are posting their services. Um, people are talking about bad contractors. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of resources in these, um, real estate investment groups on Facebook, um, as well as real estate IQ has a bunch too, right guys? So there's online classifieds like Craigslist, Marketplace, Angie's List, et cetera. I don't like Craigslist, I'm a little scared of it, I gotta be honest, but Facebook Marketplace, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Uh, but search the groups, go, get, go become part of these groups. Not only are you gonna find deals, but you're gonna find contractors, okay? And you can start seeing people that are posting pictures and, and you can send them a message and you can say, hey, who'd you have do that, you know? that uh, brickwork on the front of the house, that looked amazing or, or you know, and you'll, you'll, you just start joining the groups and you'll see what I'm talking about. So that's where you need to do. Networking, again, guys, very similar to the, to the same way to find deals, um, but this is where you can find contractors, circle of fence, business acquaintances, networking events. Uh, I, when I was part of the BNI, Business Networking International, there was a general contractor there, there was a, a painter, there was a handyman, there was all these guys. Um, RIAs, Real Estate Investment Association groups, a lot, um, of contractors and subcontractors go to those meetings to meet people and to s solicit their, their services, really. Um, I've met, I met Rick the roofer there. Uh, he does roof patches for super cheap. Um, I've met a guy who hauls away trash there. I've met insurance guys there. I've met um, just you name it, right? They're there because they know that investors need them. So they're gonna come show up and try to get business. Um, and then all you gotta do is talk to people. Just talk to people. TTP, Brent Daniels, my man said, talk to people. The more people you talk to, the more people you let know what you're looking for as far as contractors, which is what we're talking about, the more you're going to get them. 
Uh, and then Real Estate IQ, again, again, guys, I showed you the vendors, the community, the marketplace, and the events. So if you come to the live events, even if you come to these events, you can start networking with people. You can, I mean, you guys could be carrying on a conversation in this chat box about who the best painter is, right? Um, or who do you use for uh, roofing or whatever, or plumbing or yard care, or, you know, all, all these different things. Who does concrete? Um, but they've got the vendors list. I showed you that already in Real Estate IQ. They've got the community where you could post things and say who you're using. Um, yeah, and the marketplace and the events. So Real Estate IQ is really resourceful for fix and flippers, for wholesalers, real estate investors in general. Okay, so that was it, step two. We're already on to step three and I'm buzzing through this. That's great because I, I hope we have a lot of questions at the end. Um, and again, if I'm not covering something that you guys want to hear, put it in the chat box because at the very end, I'm going to go back and make sure I answer all the questions. So learn. You got to know what you need to learn. If you don't know what you're doing, you need to figure out what you need to know and then go learn it. I'm going to share a lot right here, right now about what you need to be a fix and flipper. Um, but you need to kind of get the clarity about where you're at and, and where you want to go and then fill in the gaps, right? So, okay, people are raising their hands again like crazy. Does that mean... Does that mean that something's wrong again? I hope not. No, there's only two people. Oh, only one. Okay. Um, if you have questions, put them in the chat box for now. We will answer questions live. Um, later. Okay, so this is what you need to know. You need to know how to get comps. You need to know how to estimate repairs. You need to know how to analyze the deal. And you need to know how to use social media. And you need to know how to network. So let's bust out into each one of these. Dive deeper here. Okay, so... How do you get comps? That's the, you need to know how to get comps. And comps is short for comparables, which means you're looking at houses in, uh, you know, the same vicinity, usually about a mile radius with, that have the same bedrooms, the same amount of bedrooms, the same amount of bathrooms, the similar square footage, same size lot, same size age built, um, that look is nice. And we're going to see what those are. But that's what we have to do is we have to get comps. And the only place that traditionally that you've ever been able to find Comps is from the MLS until Real Estate IQ came along. And I actually didn't know that they even had different services like this where you could get comps when I first moved here. I had to get the MLS. If you didn't get the MLS, you had to rely on Zillow, Redfin, some of these other, you know, pages that give you like algorithms and averages, which aren't real comps. Like you need to go in and like pull real comps. Real Estate IQ provides you a fast CMA and the deal analyzer. So if you subscribe to Real Estate IQ, and they're pulling the same exact comps that come from the MLS, um, they've figured out how to do it. I think somebody in the company is a broker and they're able to put it in the software and provide you with the fast TMA. So that's the best way to do it. Um, yeah, so that's how you get comps. I mean, unless you get it from the MLS, there's no other way. Um, real Estate IQ, yes, I did that. Okay, so how to estimate repairs. Now guys, Real Estate IQ also has a tool that allows to help you do a repair estimator. Okay, sorry, we had a question. What a CMA is? CMA stands for Comparable Market Analysis. So we're taking the comparables, the comps, and then we're putting the analysis together based off of that. So CMA is short for Comparative Market Analysis. So we're comparing all the other ones uh, that were in our you know, radius that have, were the same size, similar in beds and baths and square footage. And we're, we're doing an analysis based on that. We're going to look at the pictures. We're going to look at the size. And what a CMA does is it actually averages out and adds value or decreases value based on square footage, bedrooms, bathrooms, because there's always going to be a little bit different. So that's essence, uh, essentially what a CMA is. Does that help answer Gregory? So again, Real Estate IQ for the repairs has a, a quick tool 
Uh, now, it's not the end-all be-all, but it's something that you can use to get a good, rough, quick idea of how to estimate your character. But tonight, and tonight only, um, I'm going to give a free video that I've presented to some of my personal uh, coaching students uh, on how to estimate repairs. It's a longer video. Um, if you really want to dive deep in how to analyze repairs, how to, uh, you know, how much per linear foot is, is baseboards encasing, how much are windows, how much is a roof per square, what's a square on a roof, um, how much does it cost per square foot to paint, how much does it cost flooring per square foot, you know, is that two-tone, is that three-tone, right? I mean, I go very detailed into this. Um, I'm going to talk about plumbing. I'm going to talk about miscellaneous plumbing. I'm going to talk about electrical. I'm going to talk about electrical panels, electrical boxes, electrical services, um, plumbing by the hour. I mean, you think about it. I'm going to give you some rough estimates of how much kitchens cost, but then I'm going to break it down each thing. How much is a cabinet? How much is a countertop? How much is a sink? Right? So if you want this super detailed video, just send me, um, let's see. Yeah, just, you have to send me an email. I'm not going to. Uh, remember that you said you wanted it um but if you would like something for free reach out to me and i will definitely give it to you um usually what i do is i spend an hour or two later tonight replying to everybody that wants it um or the next day so that's my contact information send me an email again it's a it's a super detailed way and, and i have a couple different ways there's there's um you know you can do what's called chunking it where you can be like that's five grand 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 you got 25 right there boom that's a quick estimate and i also go into super detail and then i do some per square foot things which i don't love but anyway i show a lot of different ways how to do it. so reach out to me if you want that but here's how you analyze the deal and i'm going to explain this now because this is kind of i say it's simple math but this is the equation i use all day every day when i pull out my calculator looking at houses and come okay so the starting point of analyzing all deals whether you're fixing flipping or doing wholesaling sometimes for rentals too but you can do a different approach for rentals but for wholesaling and fixing flipping you start with the arv which is the after repaired value now how do we come up with the after repaired value we look at the comps that we talked about and we can do a cma so those two ways either way i don't like cmas as much as comps i like to look at each comp individually and look at the pictures to see how nice it was but basically, you start with the after repaired value. You get that from looking at the comps, analyzing, or looking at a CMA and analyzing, and you come up with a number. Now, let's assume that our number <clears throat> is $100,000, and do this exercise with me, guys. Okay, so let's just say we figured out by looking at a bunch of other houses, the house that we want to buy, once we fix it up, is going to be $100,000. Then what we do is we times it by 91% to 92%. Now, you ask why am i doing that so basically what you're doing is you're taking off the top straight off the top eight to nine percent why are you taking eight to nine percent off of the top because you're going to pay three percent for a buyer's agent when you sell it you're going to pay three percent to your agent to sell it usually not always but you should definitely account for this there's going to be three percent on average these are general rules of thumb people buyer's closing costs if there's not buyer's closing costs then that then that last three percent is going to cover taxes insurance any repairs miscellaneous so it's usually anywhere around eight to nine percent now some people just say take ten percent off the top play it safe if you make more that's great um christine that's a different way to analyze deals um i can share that with you here in a minute but then what you do so let's say we got the hundred thousand dollars you just go times 0.92 i'm at 92 grand so basically i'm paying on a hundred thousand dollar house, I'm paying eight grand to get it sold. 
in commissions, junk fees is what I call them, title fees, um, taxes, all that miscellaneous crap. Um, then what you do is subtract the repairs. So let's say this house needed 20 grand. I'm at $92,000 right now. I'm gonna take 20 grand off. We're at 72. Now, if we didn't wanna make any money and we put 20 grand into it, we could pay $72,000. But listen, if I wanna put 20 grand in, I wanna make 20 grand out. So for my profit, I'm gonna put 20 grand here. I'm at $52,000. Now, here's a variable. There's a few variables here and I'll go back after I'm done explaining the whole thing and then tell you what the variables are. But holding costs, do you have to pay for your money? Most people, unless you've got whatever we come up with, 50 grand in the bank, $100,000 in the bank, or whatever it is you're gonna be paying for this property, most people borrow it from, and I'll talk about lending next, um, a hard money lender who's gonna charge you usually one to two points and a point is 1% of whatever the price is. So let's say um, we're gonna end up paying 50 grand, just quickly to show you what a point is. 1% of 50 grand is $500. One, one point of $100,000 is $1,000. So usually there's one to two points, and that's 1% of the purchase price. Um, well, well, you could get all the way up to three and four if you want, but I mean, you should be paying the average People are paying two points and 12% on average. Yes, I know you can pay three or four. It's all based on your experience. It's based on your credit. It's based off of a lot of things. It's based off of the deal. Um, so you should be paying two to 12. So, and then 12% is just whatever you're paying annualized. So again, if I was paying $50,000 times 12% is $6,000. That's how much I would pay if I borrowed that money for a whole year. But I'm only gonna borrow it for eh, four to five months. So let's take $6,000 divided by 12, because there's 12 months in here. That's $500 a month. And let's say it took me five months. So I gotta pay 2,500 bucks in uh, the hard money cost. And then I gotta pay, if it was two points, another thousand. So I got 3,500 bucks in holding costs. So I was at 52 grand. Let's just start over 100 grand times 0.92 equals 92,000. Minus the repairs of 20 grand equals 72 minus my profit. I want to make some 20 grand. I was 52 and then I said 3,500 in the holding cost. So that's my maximum allowable offer or Mayo for short. I can only pay $48,500 for that house. It's going to be a hundred grand fixed up. So some might look at this and be like, okay, so basically I need to pay 50 cents on the dollar ish. Eh, rough, right? So there's a general rule of thumb. If that's what you want to do. Also, um, Christine said, oh, she's been doing 70% less repairs. Well, let's take that number, 1,000, 100,000 times 0.7, that's 70 grand minus repairs, 20. Lo and behold, it's the same number. Now, here's the variable, it's not the same. Mine was 48,500, yours was 50. But the reason we do it this way is because there's some give and take here, guys. Listen, let's say it's a competitive situation and you've got no money cost. Well, maybe you're gonna fudge the repairs a little bit. You know what, I think I can get away with 15 grand on this one. Now, I don't suggest doing this unless it's a competitive situation and you know your money costs and you know your contractor. <clears throat> but if you want the deal, it's a great house in a great area, you know, maybe you're willing to take 15 grand profit, right? So the variables are the repairs. I wouldn't do that, but the profit you could easily do, but I don't suggest doing that because what happens is you start with 20 grand and if something goes wrong, the oh crap factor, all of a sudden you're at 15. Oh crap, they want five grand too? Crap, I'm down to 10. So if you start with 10 and the oh crap gets to zero, 
then you better not do that. Yes, and definitely holding costs. So repairs the variable, profits the variable, and the holding costs are variable. So these are variables, guys. But generally speaking, this is the way you do it. Now, the nine, the nine percent and the eight percent. If you've got an agent that's willing to do it for one percent, you're saving there too. So I would definitely try to negotiate one percent. Now, you don't get much from an agent for one percent, so I don't recommend doing that. Um, I, I pay two or one and a half just because you get a little bit better service, which it saves some. So, okay, that's the formula, guys. I need to bust through this because now I feel like I'm getting behind. But also on analyzing deals, can I go backwards? Yeah, Real Estate IQ gives you the fast CMA and the deal analyzer, which helps you. It's a quick tool. It's a, it's a spreadsheet that you can plug in. Play. So why do you need to learn social media? We're talking about the things we need to learn, guys, because there's sellers there. There's wholesalers there. There's contractors there and there's deals there. If you're older and i shouldn't say that all older people don't know how to use it excuse me but if you don't know how to use social media get somebody to show you how to do it if you want reach out to me i can show you there's a lot of cool tips and tricks that you can basically run a business on social media these days and networking you got to know how to do that guys because that's where you're going to find the sellers the wholesalers and the contractors so that's where you're going to find the deals okay step four is get the money i'm going to try to bust through this guys um, we talked, we touched on it a little bit. If you don't have the money, you're going to borrow it from friends, family, private money, hard money, gap funding partnerships. And Listing IQ provides the vendor list of, of uh, those funding. I showed that to you earlier. So friends and family, guys, when I first got started, I asked my mom, I asked my dad, I asked my grandpa, I asked my uncle. Look, the worst thing they can do is say no. And I'm not too ashamed to ask for money. I don't care. So maybe you are, and that's fine too. But hey, if you've got a rich uncle and you say, hey, how much are you making in the bank? And he tells you, one percent well what if i could give you five would you be i mean if i could borrow 100 grand and give let's just call it six what if i give you eight percent and it was secured by real estate so if anything goes wrong you got the real estate you have an appreciating asset that's worth something would you be open to that you mean i can make seven more percent anyway you get the point friends and family guys is a great place to ask uh, to find money or partner with them. If your dad's got money, I, one of my good friends is getting into this and his dad went and got a home equity line of credit for 500,000 and he said, here you go, son. Let's partner up on the deal, pay me 6%. Wham, bam, thank you, man, right? Private money is kind of like hard money. It's people that lend money, um, but it's a little bit better terms than hard money. We talked a lot about hard money and I'll just go into that. So private money is kind of like people you know. It could be friends and family. Um, but it's a little bit different. So it's just a little bit, it's not as hard as hard money. Hard money is strict. You gotta give me 2% or you know the two points. You have to pay me 12% and you only have a six month term and you have to make monthly payments. And at the end of that, I'm taking the property back. So sell that thing, right? And, and originally that's why it was called hard money is because it's super hard to get. The interest rate is crazy. Think about it. I mean, what are people getting on a home loan these days? Three and a quarter, four and a quarter? Why would somebody pay 14% and three points? Because they need the money. They're going to make money. Why not? As long as you're going to make money. So that's what hard money is, guys. And there's tons of people. If you just Googled hard money, you would find it. Gap funding is when, let's say you have a deal and you've got only like 90% of the deal funded from the hard money or private money person. Well, somebody will come in and give you the difference. Now, the thing about gap funding is they usually want even a higher percent. Uh, or you can partner with people. I've partnered with people when I first got started way back in the day. I'm like, hey, I got 100% of the financing, but I don't have the, the repairs right now because it's in a different project or whatever reason, right? Will you come in and give me 30 grand in repairs and I'll give you whatever, either 10 grand or, or half a deal or something, right? And so people will do that. You can do that. 
partnerships. I just mentioned one way. I've done partnerships in the past. I've done another way. Um, I had 15 grand sitting in the bank. Another guy had 15 grand sitting in the bank. And uh, we just met each other at a real estate investment association. Um, and then we said, hey, we just started talking. And um, he's like, well, I got some money. I'm like, well, I got some money. I'm like, hey, let's take your money, my money, my experience, and make some money. And we had a partnership for a year and a half, two years. And we made, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in that time. So you can do partnerships with people. What do you have to give? And what do they have that they can give? Right? It's got to be a win-win. Think about that. Uh, and you can find money at Real Estate IQ. I already showed you guys where the funding page was in Real Estate IQ. So this is where you find, no, yeah, that was how to find the money. Here's where to find the money. It's the same thing, guys. How do you find the money from referrals, social media, online? There's tons of people online on social media. Networking, talk to people, ask other investors who they use. A lot of wholesalers will, with their advertisement, will send a, um, a money lender that you can use. And Real Estate IQ. Okay, I've got to go through this. So I want to make sure to get to your questions. Three secrets. Now, this is where the juicy stuff is to flipping houses. Secret number one, get on all wholesalers' email distribution lists. Most wholesalers send out an email when they have a deal. You can find them on Facebook. I talked to you about how to do that. You can find them at networking events. I meet tons of them there. Ask around, talk to people, network. Start practicing analyzing deals with the formula I showed you or the one that Christine shared. Um, and start making offers, right? Start running your numbers. Start calling hard money lenders knowing how much they're going to lend you and start looking at deals and putting it together and go find your contractor, do a deal, take action. Remember clarity, mindset, action. The action part is key. It really should be a tough one. Clarity is, is most important, but that's secret number one. Just get on every, I'm on probably here in Dallas area, a hundred, hundred different emails. I get to see what people are selling deals at. I get to see where the deals are at. I get to see the repairs. I get to analyze. I get to do a lot of things guys. You can just start practicing. I mean, I would just go get a deal, but you can practice. Secret number two, these are some tips and tricks about how to sell it quickly. So there's price strategies. We're gonna talk about selling seasons and staging. So price strategies, guys, when you list the house, now sometimes you might, like that house that we ran numbers on, we thought it was worth $100,000. Well, guess what, after four months, it might be worth like 110 now. Maybe not, might be worth 90. But price strategies. Uh, you need to recomp the house when you're done. And there's a couple different trains of thought here. Some people say, I'm going to put it really high and just see what happens. If I need to, I'll knock it down. Right. Um, that's one strategy. I like doing that one. Kind of, it works. Um, it, but it depends on the season, which I'll talk about next. Um, the second strategy is just price it right. And it'll move. Just price it right based off of all what the comps are telling me and it'll move. I promise you. So that's the second one. So price it high and see what happens. Cause you never know. Price it just right and you know it'll move. And then the last strategy is price it a little low and try to get a bidding war. Now, you're taking a risk with that one because if you price it low and you don't get the bidding war, you, you left some money on the table, right? So that's why I usually like to price it a little high. And just, you know, if I need the budget, I only wait three or four days, maybe a week at the most, and then just knock it down to what it is. Now, so that's the three different price strategies. Most people and gurus and people in this industry will tell you to just price it right. Just price it right. You can't go wrong right so but you know hey i'm a risk taker i'm an investor i want to make more money i don't want to leave money on the table i don't want to lose money um but that goes into the selling seasons guys so there's different seasons of selling there in the winter houses don't sell as much as in the spring summer and fall which is crazy um so you know that if you're going to buy a house in december that you're going to sell it at the 
peak of like, I call it the spring pop, the pop season, right? In spring, you know, everybody's been cold and going to school and doing stuff. And then all of a sudden it's spring and it's like, hey, it's warm out again. Let's think about going outside. Let's think about moving. Let's, I don't want to move when it's cold and do all that, right? So think about that. Now, also think about when you're buying a property in August, you might get to November, December till you sell it. And that's the slowest time of the year from October. Well, actually the slowest time is from Thanksgiving to about February, the slowest time. The, the, uh, the number of houses listed goes down. The number of buyers goes down. Everything just goes down because people just aren't thinking about that. There's the holidays they're worried about. They're thinking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year. They're doing all that stuff, right? So, so think about that guys. Um, they're selling seasons. So when you buy it and when you sell it, always think about, okay, it's gonna take me, I averaged, I averaged 30 days, but or three months. I, I always account for three to four to five months. So just know that it's gonna take you, you should flip a 1,500 square foot house to 2,500 square foot house in 30 to 45 days. Now, whether your contractor can get right on it or not. So just put in 30 days to fix it, 30 days to sell it, 30 days to close, that's 90 days. But put a month or two there, right? So I, I, I say it's safe to estimate six months. If you get it done quickly, great. But think, plan ahead. When's it gonna sell and when are you gonna, you know, when do you wanna buy? Okay, so there's selling seasons and then staging, guys. I don't know if you guys know about staging, but staging is basically where a company will come in, put furniture in the house that makes it look like people are living there because it's more sellable. When people walk into an empty house, they're like, well, that's great, but where would we put the couch? And, what would we do over here, right? Whereas if they walk in and there's drapes and fake TVs and bookshelves and uh, you know little knickknacks in the kitchen, they're like, oh yeah, this looks totally welcoming. I like this house, right? So staging, definitely worth it. Some agents provide that with their service. Uh, one of my good buddies does. Um, other times they don't, right? And you can get crappy staging and you can get expensive staging. I've paid anywhere from 500 bucks a month to a one-time fee of $2,000 to freaking five thousand dollars a month and a thousand dollar monthly rental furniture rental so it's all over the board you get what you pay for definitely worth it but again you can take into um account what season it's in if it's going to sell super easy and let's say it's low inventory or, or everything's hot then maybe you don't stage it but staging always will sell your house quicker and if you find anybody that disagrees with me, send them my way. I want to have a conversation with them. So those are the uh, secret number two how to sell quickly, price strategies, selling seasons, and staging. And then also, I'm going to give away this uh, PDF that I created back when I first started coaching a couple years ago. It's called 77 Different Ways to Find Deals. Uh, most of it's off-market stuff, a lot of networking, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, guys. Um, but here's the key here. I don't want to like overwhelm people with like, oh my gosh, I could do this, I could do that. Just stop and look at the list. And, I, and my, my, my intent was that you'll be like, oh, I could do that. Or I know somebody that does that. Or maybe I can do that, right? And then pick one, maybe two. Just one or two. Remember, we talked about clarity and focus. Clarity is power. The clearer you are about exactly what it is you want, the more your brain knows how to get you there. Your life is controlled by what you focus on. So again, that's a bonus, but just pick one or two of those strategies. Again, the reason I put together so many different ways was to show that it all works if you do the work. Take action. So there it is, guys. 30-day uh, game plan for beginner fix and flippers. If I missed anything that you think would be helpful and you have a question, put it in the chat box now. I'm going to spend a couple minutes going over a couple more slides. Here it is again. Four easy steps. Find deals. We talked about where and how. Find contractors. We talked about where and how. 
learn, understand what you need to learn. If you, if you need to get something, if you don't know how to get the comps, if you don't know how to do repairs, learn what you need to learn and then get the money. That's it, man. It's super easy. Now, you know, is there some things in between there? For sure there is. Yeah, this isn't the all, you know, this isn't like, if you can do four steps, you can flip a house. Of course, no, it takes experience, it takes effort, it takes mentors, it takes, you know, um, a network of people, you know, it takes a lot. But this is the four simple steps that I, for 30 days, if you get started, okay, here's the bonuses, guys. Wholesale distribution list, get on it. How to sell quickly, we talked about that. And then the... The uh, seventy-seven weeks plan deals, but listen. So now what? This is it. This webinar is titled "30-Day Game Plan." So this is where I want you to stop. I'm going to take a freaking sip of my water. How much time is it going to take you? How much time do you have to spend on this stuff? All that stuff you learned. Now put it in action. How many deals do you have to look at from wholesalers before you put one of them under contract, or before you, you know, before you even make an offer? How many calls are you gonna make? How many networking calls are you gonna make? How many subcontractors? How many money lenders are you gonna call? Figure out what you need to do to learn. What do you need to learn? And then, and then figure out what tools, resources do you have and need? I would sign up for Real Estate IQ because it's gonna help you along the way. It's basically a cheat sheet. But leverage the experience of others, guys. If you're interested in wholesaling, do the Learn and Learn with COSA. Um, and I provide coaching if that's something you're interested in too. So spend a minute here as I take a break from babbling and speaking really fast to try and hurry and get through the webinar to really think about everything we just learned and write down some 30-day action goals things you're going to do okay do you guys all have some deals or some goals excuse me <clears throat> i want you to write down at least one or two different goals on i'm going to call three money lenders i'm going to practice running comps I'm gonna give in the, the Facebook investment groups. I'm gonna sign up for Real Estate IQ. You should have one to three goals. When you have more than three goals, you've got too many. There we go. Again, tonight's sponsors, guys. Coast Investments, they have a learn and earn program for beginning wholesalers. If you're interested in that, let me know, reach out to me. Um, I can hook you up with that. Again, they're gonna you know, allow you to leverage their buyers list. They're going to um, teach you along the way. They're gonna help you get deals. Learn about negotiating, learn about running numbers. There's lots of different things. Um, Scott's got 10 years of experience. He's the, the owner and investor, and then I help him out with that too. So there's that. Real Estate IQ, guys. Obviously, I'm super grateful to them for allowing me the opportunity to come and share, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And there's my contact information. Again, I told you I'd give it to you five times. I think that was one. Um, but there's still more to do out here. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Real Estate IQ as quickly as possible. If you have questions about this, put it in the chat box because I want to hurry and get through this stuff so that we can raise our hands and ask any questions you guys want. And that's the real fun part and the cool part that I like. So real estate IQ guys, they provide 45,000 leads every month. Um, you can become a part of the community, get involved. That's what I did when I first moved to town. I went to a, a RIA, I found a RIA and they were there as one of the sponsors. I'm like, what is this? And then I went to their event and then I met the owner and here we are. Uh, I've made friends with people in that I've met at the events and we've done deals. Um, get advice from experts. You guys become a part of the community. So here's, here's the, here's what they have. They have the deal analysis suite, which provides you with the fast CMA, the repair estimator and the deal analyzer. Those are some of the things that I mentioned today. Uh, if you don't have a place to get comps, um, then you can get a fast CMA. If you don't know how to estimate repairs, this will help you. Um, the deal analyzer, right? It helps you analyze the deal. Uh, also comes with unlimited CMAs, deal a day online classes. So here's a quick testimonial. Let's watch this real quick. Uh, 
share with us your experience with Tool? Yeah, so um, I love Tool. It was it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was such a difficult problem. Um, now that I have that the tool, I can run comps. It allows me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it. And with the, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal. It's probably the property somewhere more. Okay, so that was pretty cool. I love watching the testimonies of people. Um, okay, here's the, where the second poll is, guys. Here we go, second poll. Remember, if you want to be um, qualified to enter to win the raffle, you have to enter all three. Here's number two. Um, do you want a 45-minute one-on-one training? Um, and then are you a real estate IQ subscriber? Um, so basically, do you want some more free? I think the answer should be yes, but you guys go ahead and fill out the poll. Again, remember that you have to uh, answer all three poll questions to be eligible. Um, so we'll leave that up for a minute. Looks like everyone's doing it pretty fast. Keep going there, guys, please. Um, as I scroll through here. And then here's the next product. It's called the Deal Finding Suite where you get the off-market leads, which I love. Uh, the county data finder and the MLS deal finder. So the off-market leads is where you get in your inbox every day, these different leads, the pre-foreclosures, appointments, probates, airship. So these are motivated sellers and distressed sellers, people in situations that they might be motivated to sell their property in this country. Um, and this is what it looks like. You get a daily update recorded from the court documents. If you bought this list anywhere else, it would be $2,000 a month value, but this comes to your email inbox every day. So it's pretty sweet. Um, so that's what that is. You can also create your own list. If you wanted to market to a certain neighborhood, um, you could, you know, filter through with a certain amount of equity, uh, all the uh, absentee owners in that neighborhood, right? So you could pull your own list and send marketing to them if you wanted. Um, again, that's probably more of a wholesaler thing, but you know, if you want to go find your own deals, by all means, go, go for it. It's a lot of work, I know, because that's what I do. Um, and you get the knowledge, vault, and support, on-demand, real-time training, support team, two-hour response, customer service is amazing. I forgot to give a props and shout-out last webinar, but they are amazing. I have questions all the time, i got to be honest, and I've helped other people sign up, and they had questions, and I called on their behalf. I went to my webinar presentation to look up this number, and I called this number, and a real human being answered and answered my question within minutes. It was wonderful, and when I first got started, I didn't know how to navigate around the website when I bought it a year ago, and I just paid for a year's worth of subscription because it, it was a no-brainer for me. But here's the pricing, guys. I know somebody said something about the pricing. Um, deal analysis suite, 15 bucks a month. Pretty, pretty, pretty affordable. Deal finding suite, $96, and the premium suite is $159 number. The premium suite is everything that's in the deal finding suite, but plus all the phone, um, all the contacts are skip trace. So you get the phone number, you get up to six phone numbers, up to six cell phone phone numbers, up to six landline phone numbers, up to six emails. Uh, you get their relatives information and email and phone number. You get attorneys emails and phone numbers. So you get a lot more information. Um, if you're gonna be generating leads by doing cold calling or texting or, or other things, the premium suite is the way to go. So there it is in four easy steps, put together your own 30 day game plan. I hope to hear from you all in an email or a phone call. Uh, I would love to just chat and talk with y'all, however I can help. And 
I will see you not next Monday, but the Monday after that. I'm putting together a six-week webinar series of the 10 steps to get started as a beginner real estate investor. So this is just investing in general, not just specifically for fixing, flipping, or wholesaling. But I will come back to those webinars again because I love doing those. So there it is. You're welcome. Thank you guys for saying thank you. I appreciate it all. And uh, we're going to bounce out. Peace. Nice. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.